following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Friday. Merry Christmas Eve, listeners. Welcome back to Fantasy Beasts and where to find them, the fantasy football podcast. I am your host with the most, Mr. Kyle Rainey, uh, here to discuss some holiday edition football. Uh, we'll start off with the Christmas Eve Eve game. The Tennessee Titans hold on to a 10-5 record, beating the San Francisco 49ers 20-17. to uh, not the most exciting game in the world. Jimmy Garoppolo, 26 of 35, 322 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, Jeff Wilson, 45 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Debo Samuel returns to the highest of highs of, as a receiver, 9 of 149. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, 4 of 40 and a touchdown for him. Uh, it's it's a game that's going to help everybody in fantasy. Ayuk should be at 14 points in most, fan, most accords here. Uh, Garoppolo didn't have a terrible day. On the other side here, Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, 22 of 29, 209 yards, one touchdown, sacked four times. Leading rusher for Tennessee was Jeremy McNichol, 7 for 31. Uh, You know, it's interesting. You had a guy who was leading the way in Deonta Foreman the last couple weeks. You get the reemergence of Antonio Brown and Julio Jones being in the lineup. And Foreman goes 9 of 17 for a touchdown. Not exactly the day that you want in your championship weeks. Uh, Antonio or AJ Brown though returns 11 catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown. A big day for him. He's pulling himself out of the shadows almost. Uh, Julio Jones still kind of getting himself lost in the, in the mess there. One of seven. Uh, at this point, you're almost wondering if you're seeing Julio on his downswing of his career. But on to this week's stardom situm type portion uh, matchups we like, matchups we don't like. Uh, starting off hot quarterback position here, Dak Prescott. I know he's been struggling as of late. Everyone's been calling it the the slump. I mean, for sure, the last, you can go back since week 11 here. Uh, missed week 8, comes back strong, 9 and 10, 18 and 25 points. Kansas City game, 2 points total. The Vegas Raiders, uh, 25 points, his biggest game. And then the last three, 10, 10.7, 9.5, 9.9. You you gotta sit here and wonder, man. Do we do we trust Dak at this point? But uh, I think this is the comeback game, especially being at home against Washington. This is the game I'm trusting Dak here. I think he needs to break out of that slump, and I'm I'm going for it here, guys. You you gotta sometimes you gotta hope for the best. <laughs> Dak by all accords could be the the savior of your fantasy week here. I think he's got the talent. He's going to break that slump eventually and hopefully it pays dividends for CD Lamb here. Uh number 2 on this list would be Detroit and Jared Goff. Jared Goff's been really hot as of late, but it, it's not really looking like Goff's expected to play here. Um he did test positive for COVID on Monday. He has mild symptoms, but obviously I'm not expecting him to be cleared in time. 
your third best option, Matt Stafford against the 30th-ranked Vikings. Uh, Stafford's been hot as of late. Cooper Cup's obviously been a big part of that. I, I'm, you're all in. If you got Matt Stafford, you, you need to play him. Uh, Joe Burrow, an interesting option here. I'm not sure if any Joe Burrow owners are still alive at this point in the playoffs, but if you are, uh, Baltimore is 29th against the pass. Burrow's been a top 10 quarterback. Uh, I, I, I'm on board with, with rolling Joe Burrow here. Uh, a guy I'm not on board with, though, Ben Roethlisberger. The Chiefs are 29th, or 28th in the league. Roethlisberger should have an easy game, but there's no such thing as an easy game for Ben Roethlisberger at this point in time in his career. Uh, you can sell that one to me. Trevor Lawrence, another one, if you're really, really desperate, maybe in daily fantasy. He did have 10 points last week. It wasn't as bad as the .2 point performance against Tennessee. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, since week eight, he's only had two games over 10 points. I'm not exactly super high on it, but I also don't really trust the Jets' defense. Trevor Lawrence might be worth a go for the 12 to 16 point range if you're really desperate, but I don't need to buy in on that. Russell Wilson's this this is a guy that I'm interested on. Uh, the Bears haven't been great, but he hasn't been great either. Uh, since returning from the injury, 5.2, 8.2, 4 points. Yes, he had that string of 18, 16, and 20. Um, and that's Washington, San Fran, Houston. None of those teams are good. If you go by what's on paper, Russ might actually be able to put up some points this week. Um, but it's not something that I really have a gut feeling about that I like. The Carolina quarterback situation, I'm going to just fade that. I'm going to avoid it completely. I don't want any part of that. The Bucks have been strong. They didn't lose much defensively. They lost everything offensively. Uh, we saw what happened with, ten- with Tennessee last night. Cleveland still does not have a cleared Baker Mayfield. Currently looking like Nick Mullins as the starter there. That's a real desperate reach. San Fran had a decent matchup. Jimmy G did okay. Denver's got a solid matchup against 21-ranked Oakland or Vegas. I don't know if I trust Drew Locke to be the hinge pin there. Kyler Murray should be coming back to a good matchup. The Colts, as good as their defense has been, have allowed the 20th. Uh, has been 20th against quarterbacks. I mean, they've allowed the 12th most points. I like Kyler Murray on a swing back here. I think he's worth your start. Uh, going to the opposite end here, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen has the first-ranked Patriots defense. I think he will perform better if you've got him. Obviously, you don't really want to sit him. It's a whole other situation. Just wash your mind free of that game two weeks ago. It's a whole different playing field. You don't have 50 to 60 mile per hour wins. You're not in Buffalo where you never know when the wins are going to change. You're in Foxborough this week, guys. Um I think you're free to start Josh Allen. Mac Jones, on the other hand, gets the second-ranked Bills defense. We saw Mac Jones get exposed in a dome last week. Last week, he didn't really play well. Yes, he had 16 fantasy points, but Indy kind of roughed him up. The Bills game, even he only had 19 yards on two two attempts, I believe. Uh, I'm not expecting 20-point fantasy point production from Mac Jones here. You could probably sit on him for the week. Derek Carr, it's a guy who's led a lot of us in desperate need. His last four of his last five games have been ugly. I'm not expecting this one to change. Denver's been very good. Um, the game against Denver in the year, yes, one of his highest of the year, 20.9 points, 341 yards. But are we going to see that again, especially if we don't have Darren Waller a full health? Carson Wentz, another Saturday night game. He's got the Cardinals here. 
not expecting Carson to do much turnaround. Tom Brady's got a tough matchup as well. They have the Panthers. But if anything, we just saw from Josh Allen that you can throw on Carolina. Uh, Brady should be fine to roll. Kirk Cousins, get him away from me. I rolled the dice and hoped the best of Kirk Cousins to get 87 yards and two touchdowns last week. Ugly, ugly outing by Cousins. He doesn't even deserve to be in a pro uniform at this point. Uh, Taylor Heineke expected to come back. Still not somebody I'm really trusting. The Baltimore quarterback situation, if you own one or the other instead of both, is really, really not great. Cincinnati's been pretty good against quarterback this year. Lamar's still the ninth-ranked quarterback in the league. Tyler Snoop Huntley, though, has been very good. Whoever they roll with is going to have uh, pending pending options to go with. I don't really like either of that this week just because of the uncertainty. With a healthy Lamar, even if they decide to go with Tyler, first off, your, your fan base is going to riot. But second off, if you play Tyler, at what point do they go, oh, maybe we need to put Lamar back in? Uh, it's just it's an ugly situation this week. Until we get a little bit more, I don't like anything from Baltimore's quarterback room. <laughs> Running backs. James Robinson, uh, we finally saw them take off the handcuffs. No more Urban Meyer, and look at that. He goes for his highest total since week 10, 17.8, and he faces the Jets this week. Providing he's good to go and he's, he's up because, as of right now, he's questionable with that injury. Uh, he's got a knee and he didn't practice Thursday. We have to really take that as, as it comes, but I like the option there for James Robinson. If he doesn't go, uh, Raquel Armstead is your number two. David Montgomery didn't have really a game last week and a game he should have against Minnesota. He still had 11.3 points. Um, I mean, two weeks ago against Arizona, he had 28. He's been over 10 points the last four four games. Uh, and I don't trust Seattle here. Seattle's 31st against the run. I think David Montgomery is more than somebody you fire up this week. I've heard people say they're, gonna, they're not going to play him because of last week's game. David Montgomery's looked good. He's going to continue to run good. I like the options on Montgomery here. The Denver running backs, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, they both have a very good matchup this week. Uh, they see the Raiders, their 30th. Either or of those guys are players you're looking to fire up. Atlanta, Cordero Patterson, Mike Davis. I like Cordero Patterson a lot more than Mike Davis. The Lions are 29th in the league. Uh, hopefully that means Patterson can fire up. He's had a couple down games as of late uh, looking at going from... 20s almost weekly since week 10 we had a 4.9 that was a game in which he got injured misses new england comes back against jacksonville with almost 30 points 12.6 13.9 and 4.3 in his last three outings um i think that's more the talent of who he's playing against than it is against him Tampa bay carolina both have been very good against the run and then obviously the wheels didn't really go his way last week uh, Houston, Houston's got the Chargers. I don't really care. Houston's running back situations, horrid, avoid it. The Chargers here. Chargers have the Texans. Austin Eckler's your second, second running back in the league here. Um, but not looking good for him to play. Justin Jackson, worth firing up in the situation you need him. Um, Really a guy that might be able to do some damage here with Eckler not probably playing. I don't trust Josh Kelly. Obviously, the team doesn't really trust Josh Kelly. We saw that after he fumbled a couple times last week. Poor Austin Eckler, man. He just cannot stay on off the injury report. Kansas City, they've got the Steelers. Steelers are 26 in the league against the run. I don't know which one that benefits, Clyde Edwards-Seller or Darrell Williams. They've both been getting the ball. 
Edward Solaire has been on a roller coaster since coming back. 15, 11, 19, 9. It was kind of that way early in the year, though. 10, 2, 18, 21, 3. Out for five games. So Edward Solaire has really just not been very efficient. Daryl Williams, even with Edward Solaire back in outside of last week, has been producing still. Um, week 11 was an ugly game. Last week against Chargers was not a good game for them. But they won that game handily in the passing. Uh, so, I mean, if you're in desperate need, you can go with either or. I'm not a big fan of, I, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Solaire has actually dropped in 6% of ESPN leagues at this point. That's something. Uh, the Eagles here. Miles Sanders has a good matchup against the Giants. They're 25th, but obviously with Miles Sanders, you, you're looking at the glaring the glaring issue. What do we trust and how much are we going to get with Jalen Hurts on the field? Jalen Hurts is taking most of the red zone targets. If if Sanders takes one of those two touchdowns in either of the last two games, the Giants or the Jets or the Washington football team, he's got his first game over 20 points all year. His two highest games as of right now of the year have been the last two weeks, 19 and 18 points. Um, but that's so much a dynamic of the offense. Miles Sanders has talent oozing. I don't trust that line, and I don't trust the offense with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Uh, DeAndre Swift, he practiced finally this week. He practiced on a limited basis Thursday, practiced on Wednesday. Looks like he's going to be ready to get fired back up here. The Falcons here are 24th. If Swift is good to go, we want Swift heavily. I really like what the Lions have done, especially if we're going to be missing Jared Goff. Uh, Not necessarily a pretty sign for maybe a minor St. Brown, I still think they're going to dial it up and call his number, especially after the fact that it's been 12, 12, and 11 the last three weeks. They're starting to gain trust in that in the rookie. But DeAndre Swift's going to take back a lot of that offense once he returns. The Giants, Saquon Barkley, finally kind of firing it up. I mean, not good for him. He's 32nd ranked in the league. Um, but he's been around that 10-point mark at least the last five games. Going back two weeks ago against Chargers, 18 points. Dallas is a little bit tougher against the run. Philadelphia, however, is not. Philly is 23rd ranked. Saquon, obviously, if you've got him, you're going to want to fire him up. He hasn't been productive, but we know the talent's still there. Najee Harris, if you've got him, you're probably not still in leagues. After the game he had last week of four total points. The Chiefs are 22nd, though. Obviously, fire him up. Uh, going to the other end of the spectrum, matchups we either do or don't like. Um, what they're calling the second Miami is Miami's got, uh, the saints, they're second in the league. We don't even know who's Miami's running back right now, whether it be miles Gaskin, um, avoid that matchup. Same with Tampa. Tampa's coming in. Tampa's coming against the, the Panthers and it's not going to be Leonard Fournette. It's not going to be Gio Bernard and everyone's jumping on the waiver wire to go get Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones has proven time and time again that he's not great when he needs to be. He's a touchdown situational guy. I'm avoiding the Panthers and selling kind of completely here. Washington football team, everyone's jumping on this. J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson might be hurt. Yeah, they still face the fourth-ranked Cowboys run defense. Yes, Jared Patterson's a good runner. Yes, we might be able to see something special out of him, but... I don't know how much I love that at all. Um, and Gibson didn't practice on Thursday. 
The Cardinals here, I mean, this is an ugly one. Saturday night, the Colts are fifth in the league against the run. The Cardinals didn't run last game because they were behind early and often. James Conner only had nine points. Chase Edmonds had five and a half, but Chase Edmonds also had 53 yards on six carries. So it's not for lack of try. It's for lack of play calling. I think if if it's a close game, the Cardinals are going to continue to use the running backs. You're okay to roll with Connor and Edmonds, I think, in both situations. Cleveland, Nick Chubb against the six-ranked Packers. Um, that's Saturday game. Obviously, you have Chubb, Chubb you're going to want to play him. He slipped to number 16 in the league here. It's it's a messy game, but they're going to go through with Chubb as their starter. That's That's all there is about it. Vegas, Josh Jacobs, he's got a tough matchup. If you got him, you're going to play him, but he is 18th. He's your probably running back two at this point. Same with Kamara. He, you might not even be in a league anymore. He only had five points last week. He's got Miami. I think they're going to use him more in this game. I wouldn't worry about that. Joe Mixon, a tough matchup as well. Ninth-ranked Bengals. Um, I feel like the Bengals really swapped this, though. The Bengals were not good against the run, and now they've shot in the top ten here. So we'll end it at that, talking running backs here. We'll go over to tight ends. Tight ends on the week. Uh, I feel like every time I, I pull up this list, he's somehow on the top, and I still don't trust him. Evan Ingram here has a cakewalk matchup against the Eagles. Don't even worry about it. Ingram has done nothing to keep that view and thought process all year. Uh, Brevin Jordan, a guy that seems like he's holding it together. He missed week 15 against the Jags. Uh, he gets the Texans this week here. Two weeks ago was his breakout game. Four for or four of seven targets caught, 26 and one touchdown. Yes, the yardage isn't there yet, but as a rookie tight end, 10-plus points a game as a flex play is not anything to sneeze at. He's not a bad option, especially in daily fantasy. I really like what they can bring here. Uh, Zach Ertz, quietly your 11th-ranked fantasy tight end. He's definitely gone down from the first explosion against Seattle. Um, but I think he's about due for it. His usage is going up seven targets, 11 targets. Indianapolis is ranked 30th against tight end. Zach Ertz is a guy to watch this week. No fun. Again, uh, he's got the Raiders. Yes, we've seen a big drop from him in the last four games, four, seven, nine, and 10. He's starting to get that comeback though. He's targeted four, four points minimum a game, um, but, guys, do not forget this. The Raiders earlier in the year, he had 11 targets, 9 catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Noah Font should be someone you roll with. Yes, it's easy to, to worry only about recent history, but what, eight weeks going fantasy is not that far away. Cincinnati here. Uh, CJ Ozuma getting a good matchup against the Ravens. The last time they played the Ravens was his big, was his big game of the year. Three for th- or three of three targets caught, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Raiders or Ravens have been ugly at covering him. What are they going to do? Probably study tape on CJ Ozuma. He he did a lot against them. That doesn't mean it's going to work. Um, Ozuma on a flex start. Really like that this week. Cole Komet, good matchup here. He led the Bears last week. Yes, he had two down weeks, but Seattle's also porous against tight end. They're 27th in the league. Cole Komet's a nice option as well if you're in desperate need. This is, I'm reaching directly out to you guys, Travis Kelsey owners. Mark Andrews, good matchup. Bengals are 25th. He's the number one ranked. Obviously, you're going to play him. Um, 
LA Chargers have a good matchup. This is where I guess you can single in on Jared Cook. Uh, we are probably not going to see Donald Parham this week. Cook sees the 24th ranked Texans defense. Uh, I think you can sell on Carolina. Tommy Trumbull and Ian Thomas. No one knows who's the top guy, albeit that Tampa Bay has not been good. I don't need to take that risk. Going to the bottom of the barrel here, guys. Um, you're really dealing. Buffalo faces the number one ranked tight end defense in New England. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Dawson Knox had a very tough time. Bills fans wanted to pound the table and say that he he was dropping catches. In all real or all reality here, guys, Adrian Wilson was phenomenal in that game, and I don't expect it to change, especially with better weather. I can almost sell on Dawson Knox this week. Uh, Indy against Arizona. Arizona's been very good as well. Jack Doyle, Moali Cox, Kyle, Kyler Granson. You never know who's going to get the ball out of those three. You can avoid an Indy tight end. New England as well. Uh, Hunter Henry, Janu Smith. Henry didn't do anything, obviously, that first game, but there were only three passes thrown. Uh, they've got a full set of linebackers here in Buffalo this week. I don't expect it to change. Henry might have a touchdown, and he's going to be touchdown dependent, but I don't see him breaking out heavy. Rob Gronkowski was held well by the Bills. The Vegas Raiders, they're seeing a tough matchup with Denver. Darren Waller uh, coming off injury here. The game against the, the Broncos earlier this year, he had 10.9 points. I don't need that. I don't need to, to rush him. I don't need to force that into the lineup. Uh, George Kittle, he had a tough matchup last night. Obviously, as it does show, he only had four points. Not what you want out of your higher tight end in a fantasy aspect or fantasy relevant week. Seattle, tough game. Jared Lever just had two solid ones. Expect him to see a downswing. Don't worry about anybody. Obviously, Tennessee played last night, but Ferguson and Swaim are afterthoughts. Travis Kelsey, an interesting name here. Obviously, we have to wait to see if he's going to be activated from the tight end or from the COVID list here, but it's not looking great. If that's the case, I mean, Noah Gray, not a guy that I'm probably starting, not a guy that I'm looking to start at all in, uh, in redrafts, but in a, in a daily fantasy, a guy that was a, a fifth-round pick out of Duke this year, I don't think it's bad to float the flyer. We know how much they like to throw a tight end in Kansas City. Mike Gusecki owners, it's been a roller coaster for you guys. Um, he's got another tough matchup here in New Orleans. When he's had tough matchups, he tends to not perform. And when he's had easy matchups, he's not performing. Baltimore should have been a great, great day for him. He had seven targets and caught none of them. Uh, I'm not going to tell you you should start him this week. That's for damn sure. But, guys, we will go on now to wide receivers to finish up the day. Thanks to our Roto Baller chart here. Uh, interesting ones we did call before the game. We really liked A.J. Brown this week, and A.J. Brown performed. Atlanta, we got Josh Reynolds. Expected to see Fabian Morrow. Morrow's been hideous. Amonor St. Brown seeing the rotating door at Atlanta safety. Things I love to see times five. I don't care who's a quarterback. He's playing out of the slot. Slot cover corner Atlanta has been a huge issue. St. Brown should be fired up. I, that's it. I, I benched A.J. Brown in the league this week for St. Brown. That's how high on him I am. Um, Michael Pittman, after a very down week, sees Arizona. Expect to see Robert Alford. That should be a matchup you want to exploit. 
Cincinnati against Baltimore. Baltimore's obviously all banged up. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins both have very good matchups. Tyler Boyd a bit tougher. Tavon Young's returning to very good levels out of the slot corner play. But hopefully Higgins and Chase can fire up for you. I don't know if I trust anybody out of Carolina. Mike Evans gets Stephon Gilmore this week, and he's not even fully healthy. Rashad Perryman, Rashad Melvin, not a great matchup. A.J. Boye expect to be back against Tyler Johnson and or Antonio Brown, whoever returns. Um, Seattle against the Bears. Artie Burns, Tyler Lockett. Uh, if Artie Burns is in, fired up, and back from COVID, you want to exploit that. Same situation with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Uh, if Eli Apple is set to go, Marquise Hellier Brown, no matter who's in play, you're firing that up as well. Uh, Atlanta, Amani Uriwari is expected to shadow Russell Gage, and he's not been great. Um, we can probably fire that up against Gage here. Gage is going to be a better option. Arizona, AJ Green expected to pull Rock Yasin, who's not been good at least the last couple games. We can look to that as well. The Jets here, Keelan Cole and Braxton Berrios expected to get cover from Nevin Lawson and Tyson Campbell. Campbell, obviously being a rookie, will be interested to see if they throw at the rookie early and often. Um, Nevin Lawson's bounced around the league a bit. I don't know if I trust that. I think it's just high usage. Berrios has seen a lot. Uh, this is one I love here, guys. Minnesota and the Rams. Van Jefferson, a good matchup. Peterson's allowed almost 15 points a game. You're going to exploit that. Cooper Cup, expected to see Mackenzie Alexander, who's not been good. Last week, um, they wanted you to fire up Darnell Mooney. The Bears game was just ugly. Neither of those teams wanted to win. Uh, if Minnesota comes in with that same mindset, the Rams will blow them out, and it will benefit a lot of Rams owners. Marquez Callaway has, has a decent matchup against Byron Jones this week. Uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb, whatever one of the three you own, should have a solid matchup against Washington. And Quez Watkins against Keon Cross, Crossan with the Giants game, good matchup to fire as well. Probably looking to avoid the Mar the Nicole Hardman and Trey Norwood game, uh, especially depending on what goes on with Tariq Hill. If Tariq Hill's out, I'm avoiding everything with Nicole Hardman. They're, they're going to do their damnedest to double him. They have nobody else after him. So so expect uh, really an issue if if you're a Hardman owner. I don't trust anybody with Jacksonville. I don't care if they're against the Jets. And uh, the Bills matchup will be interesting. Stephon Diggs expected to see Jalen Mills. Expect him to see J.C. Jackson to get Gabe Davis. And that could be a problem for young Gabe Davis, although he's been the third best pro football focus graded wide receiver since week 10. Guys, we'll leave it at that, make it a rather short episode here. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Hopefully you enjoy some time with your family. Shout out to our sponsors because of the time of being thankful. We want to talk about them as well. Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo. Charlie at Renegade Studios down in Florida. He'll take care of you and make you some great graphics. Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario and Southern Ontario regions. Uh, and last but not least, what goes better with football than chicken dip? And that's right, guys. You've heard me beat this down for weeks now. You should have ordered some, honestly, for Christmas and tagged us in it when you order them. But shout out to, to Kyle down in South Texas, the chicken dipping, hooking it up, taking care of some of these great, great chicken dipping. Uh, I know Jolie plugs them like it's his baby, but we love them too. Trust me. That's, that's our guy. Uh, we'll leave it at that, though, guys. Until next time. 
you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out and Merry Christmas, guys. Oh, yeah.